1: Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer.
2: And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a
1: mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Wow, you said that
2: with such passion.
1: Passion, vigor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh,
2: But, you know, please remember we're not experts. We're podcast hosts and we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and
1: or mental health professional as needed. And Dory, I do just want to note how non-experty we are because we're talking about a subject today and you just wrote in your notes, I'm bad at this. (laughs) Really made me laugh. I mean, I was really racking my brain, I and mean, I was like, "Oh no, I'm, I'm not good at this." I mean, see, like we do as much learning from our listeners. It's so true. I feel like they've transformed my life. Anyway, listen, if you would like to reach us to give a, give us life advice, <laughs> you can uh, leave us a voicemail or a text message at seven eight one. Five nine one zero three nine zero, or you can email us and you can send us a voice memo too at Forever Thirty five Podcast at Gmail.com.
2: And please do visit our website, Forever Thirty five Podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Forever Thirty five Pod, on Instagram at Forever Thirty five Podcast, and please do join the Forever Thirty five Facebook group at Facebook.com Slash Group Slash Forever Thirty five Podcast, where the password is serums. We also have our newly relaunched Forever Thirty five newsletter which is really a party at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And speaking of parties, Kate and I are hosting a virtual party, essentially. I mean, right? Anything with the two of us is a party.
1: Oh, yeah, we are. We bring the (laughs) fun to wherever we go.
2: We put the F in fun. Um, No, but we are doing a virtual happy hour uh, on June 7th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It will also be recorded. It's free, but you have to pre-order my book.
1: So Okay, done. Yep,
2: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So my book, Thanks for Waiting, The Joy and Weirdness of Being a Late Bloomer, is out June 29th. We love a pre-order. Pre-orders are so helpful. They... Because they, what they do, I feel like I've explained this before, but maybe maybe I haven't. They bundle all the pre-orders together, so they all count for the first week of sales. Ooh. So you essentially get like you know months of being able for people to to pre-order your book, and then it all counts for the first week. So after that, you just have you know whatever you sell that week. But that first gotcha. week, you get gotcha. all of the pre-orders. So that's why it is so important for an author to have people pre-order their book. So listen, I would be so grateful if you pre-ordered my book. And I'm so serious about it that I'm whispering.
1: Uh, I pre-ordered your book from Chevalier's here in Los Angeles, one of my favorite local bookstores. And you know,
2: they moved, they moved across the street. It's actually, I went, it's a lovely store. It is the same, (laughs) it's a real sidetrack, but it's the same size as their previous store. It's just kind of arranged differently. Thank you for ordering it from there. I really appreciate you. And then once you do that, you can go to dory-chefrier.com. And you can register for the happy hour. We are going to be soliciting questions ahead of time. It's going to be a real AMA situation, including from Kate. Kate has promised to ask me anything. (laughs) Yeah. And I, Kate, I mean, I will return the favor.
1: Wait, you're going to ask me questions?
2: Well, this isn't just about me, this happy hour. This is about us. That's true, but let's... You as the co-author of my book.
1: (laughs) That's right other star of the book. The ghost the ghost writer.
2: <laughs> Kate was my ghost writer.
1: I mean, I am in the book. I don't know if I got cut, but I was like, when no, I was no, reading on the draft, I was like, oh, I'm in this? You are. You're so in like, this. I met the most beautiful, striking, brilliant woman named Kate. I mean, essentially, and- that's what it does say. <laughs> i knew we would be fast friends <laughs> i mean what a pleasure what a joy though i will say in making an adult friend you're like yeah I've, I, like in my 30s i really made some adult friends and i just yeah. it's what a treat you know you are one of my original adult friends i mean same i um, what if we cry during the zoo <laughs> if wow. i have one cocktail anything again i could cry i'm emotional I mean, right now so get ready i do
2: feel like anything could happen anyway all that to say tldr please pre-order my book okay
1: because you know one more this actually oh sorry go ahead i was going to throw one more that i'm hosting a a conversation with two of my favorite uh writers and i just wanted to throw it out there yes yes, yes. uh in case anyone wants to come listen i'm going to be in conversation with christina lauren and past forever 35 guest bath guru extraordinaire (laughs) jasmine Guillory. They are both New York Times bestsellers a million times over, and we are going to be chatting on Wednesday, May 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, online virtually. It's hosted by Books and Books in Florida, and I will put a link in the show notes, but it'll be really fun, and it's free. Oh, that'll be so fun. Uh, so the
2: last thing I was going to say is it was a segue into the theme of this episode, which is all about helping future you. And the thing about pre-ordering my book is that it helps, not just helps future me, but it helps future you because then you will have this book when it comes out.
1: Well, and it's a real treat when you pre-order because sometimes if you order the actual hard copy, it comes early. And other times it just appears on your reading tablet device. Like a gift. Like it's just all of a sudden at like midnight, there's a new book for you to read and it's just such a treat. So it does. Now, Dory, you claimed to not be good at helping future you and we got a lot of tips from listeners because someone reached out to us with a question like, how do I help myself in the future? So we got a lot of advice and I've included some things that I've done this week, but Dory, you just said you're bad at this. Is that true or are you being hard (laughs) on yourself? Well, I mean, probably a little bit of both. I think I'm bad
2: at the helping, like future, immediate future me. Like I'm bad at like meal prepping. I'm bad mm-hmm. at cleaning my house. I'm. Let's use. I'm let's, like.
1: Let's use different language. How about I'm? <laughs> I'm. What would be different language? Not here? good at. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm.
2: Lovingly okay at? How about I find it challenging?
1: There we go. We want to talk positively about ourselves.
2: Yeah. I find it challenging to (laughs) do things like meal plan or clean my house or like a lot of the examples that people wrote in with. I was like, oh, no, I'm not good at that. I feel like I'm pretty good at kind of like long, kind of long term planning future me ish. Ish. Getting better at it. Like, got life insurance.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's future That is a plan you. for
2: future me. So, I mean, actually, I mean, kind of. It's more of a plan for future Henry. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, you know, I feel like I'm kind of getting that stuff together. But I would like to get better at immediate future me, if you will.
1: I get it. I get it. And that's a lot. That took me... I mean, I'm still not... Uh, I'm still finding it challenging sure Uh, as you witnessed i had to pause our recording of this episode because i had to frantically re-sign my children up for their aftercare program after i already dropped the ball on one sign up and i I do think one tip we get is like if it takes two seconds do it immediately and i'm i'm really bad about that yes 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 i'm 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 just gonna say bad you know what it was a dumb idea to try to make the language nice kate what were you thinking (gasps) See, when you have to do it for yourself, it's a lot harder. I just want to be very critical of myself. Um, I did want to say like the most basic way I did some things this week for my future me is that and for my future family, because unfortunately, or or fortunately, when you have other people in your house, they become part of future you. Um, Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I made overnight oats for my kids for breakfast which they love. So I know a legendary meal. I know, but it's so good and so easy. And I did meal plan this week and I, I think meal planning is part of it, but you have to meal plan easy meals. Mm -hmm. And I really cannot recommend Julia Tertian's new cookbook, Simply Julia, enough. Um, Julia was our guest recently on our show and this cookbook has saved My life. It's really, she has really simple recipes that taste good. In fact, I made these Swedish turkey meatballs last night from this cookbook, and my daughter like snuck two of them and was like, These are the best meatballs I've ever eaten. And they're so, the ingredients and the steps are so minimal. Yeah, I find like so many recipes are like, this will take 30 minutes to make. And it's like an hour later and you're like still chopping asparagus. And it uses like 10 dishes. Yes. But <laughs> truly, this cookbook has been great. My, everyone is liking the recipes from it in the house. Like it's just it's easy i i really i I feel
2: like that was one of the things we talked about when she was on the show is like not only are the recipes themselves easy but she also doesn't use ingredients that are hard to find
1: mm -hmm.
2: which i really appreciate
1: yeah i do too because let me tell you even just finding like worcestershire sauce is a challenge for me (laughs) (laughs) worcestershire worcestershire Worcestershire? Worcestershire
2: sauce. Worcestershire.
1: Worcestershire? I'm Worcestershire? from Massachusetts. I feel like I should be able to say this word. But... Worcester.
2: Worcester. Sure. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. That's not how I say it.
1: No. no. Uh, but I, I, another. I also think America's Test Kitchen is a really good place for simple recipes, and I will include my favorite ATK cookbook that is especially easy and basic. But I do think that's like, like, uh, that's part of it. Is like ch- making sure the recipes you're choosing. Are as simple as can be, unless you want to spend a lot of time cooking, which is just what you can't do. So, so that's how I've helped myself, but it's not, it's not a ton of stuff. The other thing I will say, Dory, that has kind of helped me is, as I've talked about recently, I've like slimmed down on my skincare routine. Yeah. And like really makes my nights easier. I'm just like, well, I slap this on, I slap this on, and I go to bed. That's it. That's awesome. It's kind of like having a uniform for your face. Did I already say this? Ooh, no, I don't think you did. Okay, so this was my thought process. You know how there are some famous people: Barack Obama, um, heard Steve of him. Jobs. Yep. Yeah, you've heard oh, of these. I've two heard of QBs. him also? Yep. Mm-hmm. Where they have a, a uniform, right? Like yep. President Obama had basically was just like, I want to wear the same thing every day. You pick it out. I don't want to think about it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I feel like when you have a uniform as your skincare routine, you don't think about it. It's just like, these are the things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to present 50 million options.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that was that's kind of an interesting uh, thing I've experienced in my so far six days of only using the Vintner's Daughter products as my skin.
2: You know routine. what? That is interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Well, well, well.
1: So, should we hear from some listeners? Should we take a break and let's, transition over to what the listeners say?
2: Yes, let's do it because I love our listeners, as I know you do too. I feel like have our opening,
1: yeah, our opening of our show could be like we are not experts, but our listeners are. <laughs> totally. You know? <laughs> I mean, truly, like someone. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a preview about what's to come. We had a listener write in about how they plan out their outfits with a with an Excel spreadsheet that they sent us.
2: I mean, you know, it's so like smart when someone says that. I'm like, wow. I wish, like, I genuinely wish I could be that person.
1: I do too, and we and we can't obviously change the like basic mechanics of who we are mentally, right? Like, that's never yeah. going to. But I do think there can be small changes that equate that turn into big solutions for us
0: oh i'm I like, so profound i like that
1: all right well let's pause <laughs> okay all and we'll right. come back and hear from some uh some experts
2: okay brb <laughs>
1: get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quince.com slash forever35.
2: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast.
1: our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's com slash F35. Okay, we are back
2: with some promised tips. So Here is the first email from a listener. Hi, cat and door. I am a former procrastinator that has spent the last year training myself to do all kinds of things that fall in line with this way of thinking, and I would love to share some things that work in my home. One, if it takes less than two minutes, do it now. Put the shoes away, throw the laundry in the washer, put that plate in the dishwasher, carry that item up the steps, wipe the counter. By doing all these little things throughout the day, I'm able to enjoy my evenings with a show or a book instead of straightening up the house before bed. Two, purchase household items before you run out of them. Having a small backstock of cleaning products has helped me tremendously. I'm actually ordering mine monthly now and not having to run out to the store because I ran out of detergent or dish soap is small but freeing. Same thing goes for skincare, diapers, toilet paper, etc. Three, do the laundry. Do it. Do it right now. And then fold it. And then put it away. Also purge your closet. (laughs) Keep the things you love, get rid of everything else. Future you will thank you when they open that closet and love every option. Four, go to bed when you're tired. Stop scrolling. Morning, you will really appreciate it. Being home during a pandemic made me want to make my home a true sanctuary and not just a place where we keep our stuff. Cleaning and organizing helped me manage my anxiety and I actually spend much less time cleaning now that I have a routine. You know, it's like I know like I know all of these things. You know what I mean? I know like I know this. Yes. I know I should do the thing that takes less than 2 minutes. Like I've heard that a thousand times. I know I should just do the laundry. I, you know what I mean? But it's like I don't. Like is it laziness? Is it like I I don't know what it is. I mean right I think now I it's laziness. I, have a, no, I think it's laziness and like mm-mm. you know it's funny what this what this listener said about Being home during the pandemic made me want to make my home a true sanctuary. And, like, I feel that, but I feel like I've just, like, given up.
1: (laughs) Truly. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, we've had these suitcases out uh, in our bedroom since, like, February. And I keep being like, we're going to put those in the attic this weekend. And it's May. And finally, I just shoved them in the back of my closet because I know I'm going to use these suitcases in like four weeks when we travel. So I was like, I can't, I'm just going to hide them. Like, we're never going to put these away. You know, I I just, it's sometimes it's just too much. Laundry is the worst, though, because it literally takes me two minutes to put it away and I let it sit in the basket all week. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is, this is. Yeah. So this is, I appreciate this advice. It's the execution. The and the practice that is where yes I stumble totally so what i would love to know from this listener actually is how did they And they said that they're a former procrastinator who has trained themselves so i would love to know what their training mm-hmm. program was like like did you just start with one thing did you start with all of these things how long did it take you to get this into habit so many questions So many questions. All right.
2: Now, you know, uh, it did... Mm, Sorry, just one more thing. It did kind of remind me of one sort of personality change that I did make in myself that took some training, but I have done it, which is not being late.
1: Amazing. Okay. Do you remember this? I do. And I do remember that it was something you really thought about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So...
2: I I feel like for the most part, I am no longer late. Like, I will occasionally say to you, like, I need five minutes, like, before we record or something. Oh, but, like... Always. Me too. When like, I'm... I- like, I met some friends for dinner last night. I was the first one there. I got there two minutes early. When I went to play... When I went to, over to friend's house, remember, um, last week, I went to see friends. I was the first one there. Mm -hmm. I got there before my other friend, who's always the first one there. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So, I don't know. So, I feel like I could... I did that. Like, I did that.
1: Yeah, so that's a huge accomplishment. So, then I think...
2: So, maybe this is not as insurmountable as I think it is.
1: Well, maybe it's picking one thing instead of, like, Mm. 50. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to change everything, you just say, oh, I'm going to be a person who... You know, just the laundry. I'm going to get the laundry done and do it. And even though I hate it, and let that be your next thing. So you're not mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do all these things at once. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, here's an email. In today's mini episode, you talked all about taking care of future you, which is something I do a lot, sometimes to a fault. You all mentioned a lot of the things I do, laying out workout clothes the night before, food prep, etc. But something I did in the before times that was so helpful to future me was sitting down each Sunday and picking out all of my outfits for the coming week. I originally started doing this after starting a new job with a much fancier dress code that I had been, than I had been used to. I had a limited clothing budget, so I had a small number of pieces that I needed to make five outfits from and hopefully not the same ones every week. So I made a list of all the different pieces I had and used a spreadsheet to map out which pieces went together. Then each week I sat down and decided which outfit I would wear each day. This helped with things like if I wear my black cardigan on Monday with that green top, I won't be able to also wear it with my blue dress on Thursday or I have to do a lot of walking on Wednesday so I probably shouldn't wear my tallest heels that day. A note that I don't find dressing myself to be particularly creative or fun so having it all done ahead of time and not having to make the decision each morning made my days a
0: lot better. You're a genius.
1: What? Wow. Do you think you could ever do this? I mean, I do fantasize about having like ten items of clothing and just rotating yeah. that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. But a capsule, I also, if you will.
1: A capsule, but I also worry that I've like gotten into shopping as um like a, a form of like avoidance or like men- like mental health care. So I need to like really oh, reevaluate. Oh yeah. I'll just be like bye, 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 bye. So I don't know if I could do a spreadsheet, but I. But uh, what? What? This is. It's really smart though, because when you have a limited number of pieces and you're working, so you want to make sure your, you know, your outfits are changing or whatever. Yeah. I like the idea of like mixing and matching and being strategic. I think this is really cool. I do too. I think this is great. Ugh,
2: I'd love to see your spreadsheet. To be perfectly honest, she
1: sent it to us. Story. She sent it to us. It's in an email. I'll <gasps> it Oh my gosh, I'm
2: gonna look. At- um all right well shall we hear a voicemail yes
1: please okay
0: hi this is Talia from here in LA I have never called into the podcast but I had to pause and call in when a caller um asked called in and asked what we do for to take care of our future selves and, um, something that I love to do is I have a note in my phone titled, Where Things Are. And in this note, I put, I write down where things are located in my house so that I can find them in the future. I have a terrible habit of when I don't know where something goes, I think, where should this go? And then I, it, I get an idea of where it should go and it makes so much sense and I put it there and then I never, ever can find it again. So in this list, I put everything that I don't have a random spot in the house that I've stowed it. For example, I have silicone nipple covers. Don't have a good spot for them. I've written down exactly which drawer those silicone nipple covers live in. Anyways, um, love you guys so much. Um, Listening to you right now as I do my nighttime skincare routine. And um, thanks for everything. Bye. Wow.
1: Tell you what a fantastic idea. Yeah, that is a fantastic idea. You know, my mom, mm-hmm. I, I think I've mentioned this to you. Maybe I've talked about it here, but like before she died, she went around our house yeah. and like listed where everything was, listed how to do stuff, mm. listed who to call. So she really prepared for future us. I know it's it's yeah. very weepy. But Aww. like I know. <laughs> I know. And then she also put on her La Mer, how much to use and how not to like don't take too much. So she really thought of everything. She was great. I oh, you know. Martha. Adoring. Oh, Martha. But yeah, live by my mom's example. Write notes for your dumb family. Put them all yeah. around. Or for yourself. I like this idea because I do do this story where I'm like, I'll put this very important piece of paper here. And then at like two oh, days like, later, totally. I'm like, what? Where did it totally. go? Totally.
2: I'm like, I know I put this somewhere. I know. And so I wouldn't okay. lose it. But, like, where is that? It's place? gone. It's totally gone. Um, all right. Well, should we take another short break?
1: Oh, we should. Okay, let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like, I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Which is okay. I know. there's a bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness.
2: All right. We're back with an email. This person writes, this is one of the best practices I've ever done for our household, two adults, two toddlers. Here it is. One, figure out your meal plan formula for a week. For us, that means two entrees and a soup or side dish. Two, make the entrees and immediately freeze a quarter to a third of it. Three, do this for three weeks. And then on week four, bring out the frozen entrees of the past. This way, you have a week's worth of meals already cooked, plus you save
1: on that budget. Oh, okay. I had to think about this for a second. Oh, no. I'm still doing this math problem in my head. This is literally like an SAT question, isn't it? Yes. Um, but I get it now. Right. They, on week four, they've, Yes. They've prepped all the on entre- yes. like they just bring yes. out a whole smorgasbord of frozen yes. food. Yes, exactly. I do this a little bit where I make double of what I'm cooking and then I kind of just freeze a lot of. It. I make double also cuz my family we all eat a lot, but then whatever's left I'm like I'll freeze these meatballs or I'll freeze this little bit of like chili and so we have it as backup.
0: Excuse you are
2: So, me. you know, one thing that I do just want to flag is that you know, when we're talking about things like meal planning or even like house cleaning, when it's when it's with in a heterosexual partnership or family, I do feel like these responsibilities, these future us responsibilities, very often fall to the female partner.
1: Interesting you say that, Dory. Interesting, you say that. You think uh, a lot of straight cis men are doing podcasts about how to help their future them's?
2: Yeah, but they're probably talking about like working out, <laughs> not and not like meal planning protein for their family. shakes. Yeah. Look, I might be making a blanket generalization. There could be a million podcasts out there, but like, I kind of doubt that. Like Joe Rogan is like hey guys let's talk about meal planning for our families you know what i mean maybe I do. maybe he I do is
1: i don't listen to joe rogan can you imagine if that we found out that that's what joe rogan's podcast was it was like a meal planning podcast <laughs> he's being paid gajillions of dollars for his meal planning podcast. Oh my you know gosh. my partner is very good at the getting stuff done immediately he he does it mm, every sunday he mm-hmm, sits down mm-hmm, and does our mm-hmm. bills um, he's very his he's instant like if if when we divide and conquer you know family tasks mine take like weeks to get done and his are like bam 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 bam, bam. he's mm-hmm, just how his mm-hmm, brain is mm-hmm. so I do do the meal planning um, but yeah I would say yes so emotional labor emotional labor let's flag it let's flag it yep, and make sure I'm just, this is being you know, equally I'm just, divided just flagging it just flag flagging away it. Dory flag away just flagging all right. Here's a text we got.
2: Actually, Kate, you know what? Oh. Sorry. I have one more thing to say about that.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Dory's on this. No, no, me. I'm not. I'm actually...
2: Oh. It, this is actually... This is This, this was a self-revelation season. that I just realized when... As we were talking about this. Is that, you know, I suspect that some of my avoidance of future me slash future us tasks... Is my like internal rebellion against this idea that I need to be responsible for it? So I'm like, Mm
1: -hmm. just not fascinating. Just not going to do it. Okay, now I like this. Some (laughs) (laughs) psycho.
2: Yeah, this is not a soapbox. This is like, let's let's break this down. You know what I mean? So yeah, and then but it's tricky because right because then like I also suffer. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But I also don't want that responsibility all the time. I get it.
1: I get it, Dory.
2: So I don't know what the happy medium is. And you know what? You know what phrase is my least favorite phrase in the world? I don't? Just tell me what to do.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't fuck with that shit. That makes me crazy. I... figure it out, motherfucker. I hate
2: that. I hate that because I feel like that is what always comes up in discussions of mental load and emotional labor. Yep. The onus still becomes on the person. It's like, the, well, it's, just tell me what to do. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'll do it. It's like, well, yeah, but you won't think of it. That's the, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. So then it's on me to tell you what to do. And I don't like being in that position. No. So I I think that, like, part of this for me is, like, me being like, well, fuck that. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah. but then the dishes pile up in the sink.
1: You know what I mean?
2: And it's like, well.
1: <laughs> I do know what you mean. Like, who's that helping? <laughs> right. And not neither of you. But then you right. kind of get into the standoff of, like, yes. I'm done. Like, I'm stretched. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I don't know. Another thing I just wanted to raise.
1: <laughs> I appreciate I like where this conversation's going, actually. I think oh, it's very thank interesting. You. Well, thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, here's a here's a text um, that we received that's kind of in line with the meal planning. This person says, I have a double whammy for you in response to the listener asking about what we do for our future selves. I roast sweet potatoes for my smoothies for the week on Sunday or Monday morning. If I didn't get around to it the day before and put all the non frozen ingredients in the blender at night. So all I have to do is add frozen pineapple and blueberries and water in the morning. Fast and easy. The double whammy piece is I rub salt, pepper, cinnamon, and olive oil into the potatoes before I roast them. And then take a couple minutes to then massage all those goodies into my hands. The salt exfoliates and the oil moisturizes and my hands are soft all week.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> You've got it down. You've wow. got it down. I feel like this is real like self-care multitasking my question is, what smoothie has a sweet potato in it? I've never heard of that.
2: I mean, I feel like you could probably throw a sweet potato into many smoothies. Sounds good. I mean, honestly, I would
1: just eat that cinnamon salt pepper sweet potato like on its own. It sounds really yummy. Yeah. But their smoothie recipe is sweet potato. And then they said frozen pineapple and berries. And I'm wondering what else goes in it. I'm going to be Googling sweet potato Mm. smoothies because this is fascinating to me. That does sound good. And then every every morning you pick up your cup and you're like, "Mm, my hands are so soft. Yeah. You know, another listener did call in and also say that they do a lot of the like Sunday morning is their time and they do like their meal prep for the week on that Sunday morning so that then they have everything ready and they just like heat it up or yeah. you know, like make a side dish or something. And I've tried that and it's it's a lot of work on Sunday, but then it kind of does pay right. off. Right, 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 right.
2: Well, we've learned a lot. I think. We've learned a lot. We have
1: a, We have a lot to think about. We do. And I do think that you raise a really interesting point, which is like, if you're in some sort of partnership, I mean, like not even necessarily living together. What about co-parenting, like couples who are no longer Mm -hmm. together? who are Like, how are we in our variety of entities, whether we're single, living alone in a multi-generational home? I don't know. How do you split this up? Like, how do you how do you navigate it with another person or other people? Just a question I have for you, as Dory has Just raising a question. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, we've got to wrap it up, Dory, but this has been very fun and interesting to talk about. It has. I'd love to talk about this more. Me too. All right. Well, I'm going to go oil and salt exfoliate my hands. Okay, great. I'll see you later. Bye. We'll talk to you later, everybody. (laughs)